Hello, everybody, and welcome to this, another episode of the Bro You Haven't podcast. This week, it is our second Indie Game Book Club, and we have a very special guest for you, the one and only Brother Clayden, Mr. Samuel Clayden. So, tune in and listen to all our insatiable rambling about indie games with me, Adam Clayden, JJ Harding, and Joshua Aitken. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Bro You Haven't podcast. Hello. Hello. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Funny you should say something Spanish. You'll find out why later. Why Why is that funny? For later. <laughs> Man, we are we are like 30 seconds in and JJ's racism is already showing. <laughs> <laughs> the Inquisition was a long time ago, mate. My game is also Spanish, so... You're joking? Nope. Oh my god. No estoy bromeando. We. We. Um, how have we been, boys? Are we all good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah. I've, I think I've broke a rib, but other than that, I'm. Oh shit, are you okay? I mean, I've just told you I think I've broke a rib, so clearly not okay, but no, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm alive. I am on the other end of COVID. Um. I'm coming out of COVID. How's your taste sensation? Uh, it's still not great. But, um, yeah. The coughing fits are over. So we're in... There's light at the end of the tunnel. The home straight. The home straight. like to call it. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Adam? How about you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. We... What have we done? I've just been playing, playing some games, teaching some kids, nice. and hibernating from the world. That's about it. More importantly... How are you, Samuel Clayden? Yes, we have a guest. How are you? I'm alright, not too bad. I'm very, very glad to be on. <laughs> it's exciting. We have Maybe Brother Clayden guest. has come on the podcast because he's actually a video game man. We're just phonies. <laughs> oh, so wait, Sam's your brother? Yes, he is, I know. Ah, he's... man, I just thought you looked. I just thought you looked really alike. Oh, God. Oh, God. Who invited Auntie Shirley? Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how you have grown. Oh, you look so I alike. Know, right. What what what's what uh so Sam, you you designed video games if I am correct in saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm studying uh game art at Falmouth. It's Falmouth! Good fun. It's good fun. I've made a few games so far. Oh yeah. Big up Cornwall. <laughs> What sort of stuff have you been working on so far? Um, I've made some games uh, in the like the art style of Game Boy games. Um, what else? I made a game where you played as an egg and you roll around a room. Sounds um, like my life. But the one at the moment I'm working stuff. on, like a, <laughs> a turkey on fire at the moment. <laughs> it seems to be a theme. You, do you like um, poultry, birds, and eggs and? It's it's not intentional. It just seems to happen. It just seems to happen. So like it's like food related things. Is that some kind of like kink that you're not telling you? You just uh, mute mute your mute your mute your mic for a second, Adam. Mute your earphones, Sam. It's okay. You can tell us. Do you have a food kink? Is this something that you need to work out through well, the medium of gaming? Well, <laughs> well Adam doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That must run in the family because Adam definitely has a food kink. 
I've seen him cooking. It's uh, it's highly, highly erotic. Every night watching Sausage Party, what can I do? <laughs> Is that before, after, or during you take your Zoom classes with children? I have a very, very valid DBS check. <laughs> I'm a respected member of the teaching community. So, Sam, Sam, when do you... Um, what do you start with when you're, like, making these projects and stuff? I normally just, like... Um, I just do... Lo- I, lose, I do lots of, like, really bad drawings, and they sort of just come into ideas of games. Do you start from, like, a, a character thing? Or do you prefer making, like, the characters for the games, or do you think, okay, the overall sort of arc of the game, this is where I want it to be? Or do you, do you just start from, like, little doodles? Or how does it sort of... What's your process? Um... Basically, it's it's more or less just. Um, well, most of the time I'm with teams working on working on games, so I normally have a writer with me. Right. So I just I just do the art for games. But um, like I've done solo projects where I just sort of try and create like a story. I did one in the in the summer that was like 15 minutes worth of game. But oh shit! Yeah, it had like a full story. You, yeah. you can play that one on the internet, can't you? Yeah, you, you can. Yeah. <laughs> plug it. It was, it plug was it. basically about. Um, plug it it's a little grim plug it. it's about <laughs> uh, you're basically a character who's dead and you explore purgatory and that's about it <laughs> but yeah it's good fun <laughs> so sam if you could design your like your dream fucking game you know what i mean like in your head oh yeah legacy video game yeah your legacy video game yeah. that's a good way of putting that what what does that look like to you Oh, I don't know. It's going to have to, like, I, growing up, I played Majora's Mask, and that was, like, oh. the top game that I I just love, the, the Zelda game. So, like, if I could do something on the Zelda level or Mario level, that would be amazing. Well, you said you're, <laughs> you said you're working with uh, Game Boy, like, graphics at the moment. And for me, Minish Cap yeah. uh, was an amazing one, and so was A Link to the Past. Oh, do, yeah. do, what, do you reckon something like that would be, like... They are amazing. They really are. Like if you were, that would be insane to do that. If actually. you were to go, if That'd you were really to go fun. like indie level and do a game similar to like a link to the past, that could be pretty sick. Yeah, it's it's sort of like I'm at that stage because I'm. Ooh. <laughs> Josh, can you sit still? We can't hear anything. What he's saying? <laughs> Me? You're like. Yeah, you are. I don't know. It's because I'm wearing fucking. It's because I'm wearing fucking clothes, man. Like this is your fault. It's like being in a cockroach orgy. <laughs> I asked him to put clothes on, and now we can't hear the recording. <laughs> this is why I always record naked because my clothes rub on my mic. Yeah, yeah. No interference if you're not wearing any clothes. You yet. know what? Hold on. I'll fix this. He's taking it off. Whilst he's doing that, carry on with what we're talking about. There we go. Look at his plumage. Look at that. What's it? Oh, yeah. What was I saying? Um, so you got, uh, I'm at that stage at uni, so I've got two two choices to go to. I could go indie game development or um, like environment art, like in an industry. Yeah. So I don't really know which one I'm going to go for yet. But... Either one would be freaking awesome. Like, because uh, like Star Wars Battlefront 2, the newest one, some of the environment design in that is like incredible. It's like, absolutely beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. We, we, used, we played it during lockdown one and it's we just did, yeah god we, we ab- played actually, it a lot. absolutely stunning yeah the, the environment sort of ground making and ground design um what's the what's the quirkiest thing you've done what's what's the weirdest thing that's come out of your brain that you've put on a 
bit of paper and then you've made into something. I was going to say, be more specific. <laughs> Within game design, not just in your life, what's the quirkiest? Within uh, the, the game gaming. Design. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> probably, like, uh, it must have been the one in lockdown. The lockdown one, I made a game where you played as an egg of a phoenix and you just roll around a room and trying to get back to Stonehenge so you can have <laughs> <to> Phoenix. <laughs> I love that. Got no, I, this has this got a story behind it, this game, because I, he, your brief was like, uh, come up with a game that has got something to do with a phoenix or like rebirth from an egg. So I, I said to him, why, yeah. don't, why don't you make um, a skating game called Phoebe Nick's Skating Tricks? Nice. Love that. And he didn't go for it. He, didn't, <laughs> it he went been, for the egg. He went for the egg. It Phoebe my heart. Nick's Skating Tricks. Oh mate, that would have been. <laughs> we'll put that on the back burner. We'll go back to that later. It's <laughs> gonna happen at some point. Do you know what I think? There's a gap in the market, like a, a cooking mama type game, but that's endorsed by Gordon Ramsay and voice acted with him in it. Oh yes, that would be incredible. There's such a gap in that the market amazing. there. Make 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 that happen. <laughs> It'd be so stressful to play. He'd just be shouting at you yeah. the whole time. Fuck! <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's too busy doing TikToks now for some cringe-worthy reason. Is he? How's he TikTok? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, he, like, man. Replies to other people's TikToks of food. Yeah. Oh so other yeah, people yeah, will okay. put like food up, and he'll be like uh, ranking it, and he'll be calling like them the guy donkeys. Who comments on people how people make their fried rice and like, yeah. Okay, so this week we are doing. Our second indie game book club, the republishing. Indie game book club. This time it's personal. Yeah. So get out your occasional five notes on a piano and be prepared to look at something that's in two frames per second. (laughs) (laughs) Me actually having to do research and doing it two days before we recorded. Did you play the game? Did you play the game? For, for a little while. Oh, for God's sake. For those of you who remember, <laughs> last time he played the game I Am Bread for a- approximately five minutes and then came and spoke about it for approximately five minutes. Oh, nightmare. <laughs> last nightmare. Lesson, we got an episode out of it. We did. I played I Am Bread last week and I understand why you only played five minutes of that game. It was yeah, it's fucking, fucking hell. stressful. It's a fucking <laughs> hellscape. If I were to start it, I would have to finish it, which is currently what I'm going through with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So am I. Yeah. It's great fun. Well, we'll talk about, we'll talk about that about it next week. We'll talk though. about that on Greek Week. Um, Greek Week. Greek Week. The Demon Spartan of Greek Week. <laughs> I should have saved that for next week. You should have. <laughs> um, have any of you guys noticed in a lot of indie games, the music consists of like the same five notes on a piano played in different orders? It's like like eight bit sort of like music. No, not eight bit music. It's literally like a piano. Like if you played Untitled Goose Game or Unfinished Swan or or Moonlighter or uh, I'm just trying to think. Uh, less so with something like Undertale, but yeah, but it's always Even like Hollow Knight. Would you say that's got? They just use five notes. Yeah, yeah, Hollow Knight. Yeah, Hollow Knight as well. Yeah, that's a good game. That's a great game. Yeah, but they haven't always got enough money to to hire a. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Soundscape. I ain't or saying like... it's a bad thing. I'm. Sa- I'm saying it's good. I like. I like it. If anything, the only point of like music within games is like that kind of thing of helping them like the you to emote with it and like you know they em- empathize with what's happening and make you feel yeah. a certain way. So if you can achieve that with only like five notes and a piano, then fair yeah. game, man. I, yeah, I fucking man. couldn't do that shit. 
Yeah. I love it. I do like it. I'm just saying, has anyone noticed? I guess we are. <laughs> yes, I have. I have noticed. So a thing is to do with, um, this isn't really indie games, but going off of that, what was it? It's like a Nintendo thing where they've been using like the same song recycled in like all of their games. I can't remember. It's like one sequence and it's, it pops up in the new Animal Crossing. It's like one sequence oh, yeah, of tune. yeah, 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 yeah. So they reuse it throughout all of them. Yeah. I think so. I can't remember. JJ, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, 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 the music about. designer for Animal Crossing is quite like a quirky guy and he always fits in this really strange music into all of his games. It's in Pikmin as well, isn't it? Because he did the sound design for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it almost like in, in, a, in a horror film, they've always got to have that that scream, that same scream, or in like in a Disney film, they've always got to have that same dancing motif with the princesses. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was like maybe some of that. It's like an homage to like the the formatting. I well, it's know, the guy. The it's the guy KK Slider is based off because he's like he's like this uh, he's a, this Japanese guy and he's got really thick eyebrows. KK <laughs> ah, Slider yeah, is based yeah. off a real guy. It's really fucking cool. Like Snorlax is based off a real guy as well. What? Yeah, he was the designer. He's basically, he's basically just <laughs> drew himself. Oh my God. Imagine that being your fucking legacy that you look like Snorlax. <laughs> I mean, fair play. He's a, probably like a massive sumo guy, so... Yeah, he's probably... You, like, sumo wrestlers, they've got... I was re- watching they got a video about sumo wrestlers, and they eat, like, 500 sushi a day. Shit, was that the one, uh, the Vice one, where it's the guy and he makes the big pot of fucking stew and he just has that in a day? Probably, probably. It's just oh, man, that's, that's so many calories, man. The country oh. makes, like, basically every day, like, that's, like... Imagine, like, a giant, like, restaurant-sized, like, pot of soup that they oh, make, and then no. they just, like, keep dishing that out. <laughs> it makes one of them, a like, stew, like, every day with, like, big bits of lamb and stuff in it and chicken all through it, and then just eats that, like, that one bit. He makes it in the morning, and they just eat that throughout the day. He's got Fuck to maintain that, it, man. though, hasn't he? These, these guys are superstars, though. Rock stars. Do you guys want to know about um, Kazumi Totaka? Fuck yeah. Very good reading, first of all. So he's the guy KK Slider's best um, based off, and he does this song in all of his games. Are you going to sing the song? No, I'm going to play a bit. No, no, sing it. Sing it. Please. I know it. Well, listen to it in your ear and recite it back. Welcome to the 8-Bit Orchestra. <laughs> Man, That's when it. Doug Bowser hears this, he's going to sue us so fucking hard. I mean, we'll just we'll just put like five seconds of it. That's it. What's your favourite 8-Bit tune? Oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Go. Sing uh, it. Now go on, Josh. Go. Josh, you go first. Mine's is just the Mario one, man. That's the only one that immediately springs to mind with the old one. That one? Or did no, like the, you know, that hang. Oh, In the beginning of Sonic Advance 3, the intro comes in and he's like, Sonic Advance 3! Tune. 
What about you, Sam? What's your favourite eight boot? Eight boot? <laughs> oh, it's got it's got to be it's got to be the the Zelda theme tune. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna go with Route One. Route One on um Pokemon. Punching Pidgeys on the way. I'm gonna stop. Going on from that, while we're on the topic of like the music of games, like we've said, favorite eight. But what, in your opinion, would you say is the just the best song or a piece of music you've ever heard in a video game? Just while I'm probably thinking of it, probably Zelda, actually. Um, You're you're wrong, but okay. I like uh, I like I like (laughs) the Elder Scrolls. um, I don't want mine. Adam, what's your answer? Um, my answer is uh, Wii music. Beep ba beep, beep ba beep boo, beep ba dee, beep ba. In Wii music, you can make like a band, and you can get, uh, you, ha- you can make like an acapella choir, and we would do. Yeah, then... I'll be there. I thought you were gonna say Me Plaza, the Me Plaza music. Yeah, you're, you're slightly, you're slightly less wrong than JJ, but you're still wrong. Sam, what's your favourite? Oh, I don't know. It might have to be like the theme tune of uh, Assassin's Creed that is always good that is always a good oh, one oh nice close like but still wrong. still wrong the correct answer is a uh, Sonic rolling around at the speed, speed of sound that's the best piece of video game music do you not know the words bro call yourself a gamer honestly I don't know the words I just didn't want to I just wanted to see if you knew the words very good. So we've we've um, digressed ever so slightly. Should we head back to the the topic at hand? Oh, yeah. In the game book club. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we were doing that. Uh, sure. Uh, Sam, <laughs> just as a by the way, we don't know how Adam actually manages to edit this into real content. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why I tried to make it easier um, by changing the formatting of recording, but we've all said no. So I'll I did it. We'll keep with this for a couple more weeks. Actually, I didn't see the message until five minutes. That's ago. okay. That's okay. <laughs> This gets the snap, so... I don't deal well with change, so if you want something to change, you need to tell me, like, like a long time in advance. Well, stop asking for a referendum, then! <laughs> <laughs> stop oppressing my country, then! <laughs> uh, who's going to start? I'll start. Okay, Sorry. so this week, the game I'm bringing along to Indie Game Book Club is a game... By Nomad Studios, Grease. Lightning! <laughs> Grease Lightning! Uh, <laughs> um, this is a Spanish game that came out in 2019. It is a it's a platformer that is almost done entirely in like watercolour sort Ooh. of like style. It's absolutely beautiful. It is I cannot describe how beautiful this game is. It is mesmerizing to look at. It, okay, you're going to say something. What are you going to say? Nothing. Why don't you marry it then? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so just to bring us back down to the levels, Greece is about grief. It's about um, the five stages of grief. And this lady's lost something. She's lost someone. Like rhyme. Yes, like rhyme. And you go through the five stages and it starts off completely monochrome. It starts off black and white and grey, which is Greece. And then as you go oh. through each stage and she overcomes the next level of her grief... You gain a colour, 
So first of all, you gain red back yeah. after she's gone through anger. Then you gain green back after she's gone through something. And then you gain blue back when you go through depression. And each stage you go through, you get more colors back until at the end, she's overcome this this grief. That's pretty nice. I like that. It sounds a little bit like Hugh. Have you, have you played Yes, Hugh? yes. It's very similar to that. It's similar to that. Yeah. Hugh? 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 <laughs> I got an uncle Hugh. It's also kind of like uh, Splatoon. Yeah, it's very much like Splatoon. Is it? This game is so similar like Splatoon that the first thing you do, the only thing you can do is press X and X is to fall over and cry. Like, and like oh, full on, God. like, like, oh, like just like so grief stricken that you the only so fucking depressing yeah. it's so depressing because you go through it all and you help her overcome it and oh. you make friends along the way and they help you and your brain is fighting back that it wants to keep you in this depressive state and but you want you're trying to push through eventually once you do it you, you actually feel like you've gone through the journey with her it's it's honestly it's absolutely beautiful game it's only three hours long but oh. There are a lot a of it's there like... are a lot of indie games themed around like the struggle with depression and stuff like that. Like Celeste is another one. Yeah, um, I think it's because you can't you can't get seventy hours out of depression. Yeah. really, can you? I th- well, I it's think... also that thing of it's oh no, on you go. On you I was go. just gonna say I, I think interactivity actually makes it almost easier to grasp. Like a lot a lot of films throw a lot of context and a lot of information at you really quickly. But you being able to play something makes it almost easier to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Well, that's it. Because technically it is you. You're moving. You're putting in the inputs and everything. Yes. Definitely. I think it's also one of those things that's like very universal. Like everyone yeah. will have had an instance of it. But it's also because it's like a, me- it's a mental kind of thing. So it's like... Uh, not subjective, but there's a variety in how people's feelings react to those kind of emotions yeah. and, and what that can be. And so I think doing that in a creative way, like through a game, it's a very um, artistic way to express that. And as you said, people can actually like experience it yeah. by interactivity. Yeah, uh, like, exactly. Everybody, I, I love, I, I think video games is the best form of like, um, well... It's the most accessible form of like artist expression for me. I think. I think it's easier to it's pick up. The what... most interactive. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what I love about them in general. Yeah, this game does it extremely well because the game is constantly. You're inside her sort of like mental state. You're inside her subconscious, and the game is constantly fighting against itself. So you feel like she's trying to push through, but then her own subconscious is also being detrimental towards that and and pulling her back and sometimes she's so it's just it balances it out really well in fact a lot of the a lot of the the sort of puzzles are sort of scale based as well so you're sort of weighing up do i get rid of this do i get rid of that if i get rid of this this could go up but then i lose that so it's 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 constantly deciding which is sort of the best way to work through your grief so it's a resource management as well but with emotions (laughs) kind of kind of it's just it's just really beautiful and the you collect you yeah you resource managing your emotions you collect like stars <laughs> and you have to you have to build like a constellation to eventually reach your escape almost it's yeah. um, get it it's it's cheap it's it's really good it won loads of awards last year how much is it is it on the switch what what's it on what's it on what's it on it's on ps4 oh right okay i might look that up um it's excellent 
some they tend to find with a lot of indie games, a lot of them are very uh, metaphoric, and I don't know whether yeah. if that's to do with budget. Do you think that that actually comes down to budget, whereas you can't make things in a literal sense because they don't have the budget to do it, so they need to make a story that's more metaphoric. Sam's Perhaps nodding his head. Sam's Sam nodding, Sam yeah. looks like he has but, an opinion. Yeah, on I'm this. gonna say yeah, yeah. I'd say like, especially when yeah, the budget is small. But it, if you want to get your game known, it's making that either story or gameplay that just sort of shines out of the most, mm. like out of the other ones. Because I know, I know the last last time you had this podcast with the uh, the indie book club, you said about rhyme, and that sounds very similar to uh, to was it Gris or Grice or Grease? Grease. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, Grease. And also, I think it's another thing like big corporations. They they're a, they're catering for a massive. A pool of people and they want to make as much money out of it as possible and more, whereas more of an indie one is potentially more like going to see a fringe bit of theater do you know what yeah. i mean it's like it's um, more personal so, it's yeah. more personal to the creators because there's less people involved and it's more personal possibly to the audience because it's made for them rather than made for everyone it needs to be made for if i was to make a statement here would you all agree with it that generally um your big budget games focus a lot on escapism and indie games focus a lot more on internal reflection. Yeah, I'd say that. I'd I'd say that's mostly generally true. speaking. Yeah, Maybe I'd say that's mostly true. Potentially, as a ge- as a generalization. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it was mostly. I'd true. say the way they're going now, though, the the big corporations are going more for microtransactions and online yeah, play and like fucking EA. Well, if you see <laughs> the the, uh, the top EA. top games at the moment, top games at the moment is Among Us. Among Us, Fortnite. Fortnite, what else? You got Warzone. Warzone, yeah. But the one that's played the most at the moment seems to be Among Us, which is an indie what? game. Because yeah. everyone plays it. Which is insane. Love Among Quite Us. Quite love that. Yeah, anyone can play Among Us. I think that's what's so good about it. It's got that accessibility factor, isn't it? Except for when you're trying to rewire and you spend a little bit too long there and somebody's like, bit sus. And I'm like, no, no, it's just not. My touchscreen's not working properly. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just making a sandwich. I was just making a sandwich. <laughs> My my favourite thing to do, and I've said it before, is to start a lobby. I think a lot of things with a lot of indie developers. Uh, Sam, am I right in saying that a lot of them are from bigger corporations, but make a certain amount of money and then get a small team together? Is that right? Yeah, it seems that the majority of people who go into indie development have had background experiences in the industry. Yeah, Like, we had people... Uh, come from King, which are the people who do Candy Crush. They came and visited last year. Oh, yeah? And basically, they've gone on to do indie game stuff just as like solo projects. But it's, it's, it's interesting. JJ just gagged at the sound of Candy Crush. But didn't. We'll, I didn't. We'll ignore that. <laughs> I've never played it. I've never played Good it. Good lad. Good lad. I thought, he, I thought his dad was visiting. I thought that was what the gag was. <laughs> we <laughs> Great. Where's <laughs> a sex with your dad joke yet again? <laughs> It's my one one per per episode. You know what? I wish I wish I was gagging on your dad, but he's he's not as well equipped. <laughs> my dad listens to us. So. <laughs> Hi, Josh's dad. Sorry, Mister Aiken. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Aiken. Sorry, Mister Aiken. Please don't beat me up. Who would like to talk about the indie game next? The second brother, Clayden. <laughs> Let's go for it. Um, I I. I got this game last year called My Friend Predro, and it's it's made by one person, um, Dead Toast Entertainment, and basically you play as a guy 
who has two pistols, 2D game, and you just sort of shoot everyone. And your guide is a banana. And you basically follow this banana's every command, going through each level, um, slow motion, jumping, parkour, shooting everyone. It's it's a very, very strange game. Is it like Hotline Miami? <laughs> very weird or? game. It's, it's similar, actually. Is it? Similar to oh, that okay. Sort of game. okay. I've played that one. That's really good yeah, as well. So is it, is it a platformer, then? It's, it's, it originated... Do you ever play Miniclip? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah. So this this game originated as a Flash game. On It was made by Adult Swim, and hey. they sort of partnered to make a Flash game. Yeah. Morty. Essentially, they took that and then made it into... A game where you play with a banana. So, so is it? Is, <laughs> um, it, is it like? Is well, it, a few games shooting, like is that. Is it a top-down, top-down shooter, or is it like? Uh, so it's a, it's a side two D uh, game where you just it's like two point five D. So you're three D in a it's like a oh a yeah, side yeah, yeah, yeah 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 game. yeah yeah oh sick. So you just kill anyone? Is it like no Russian? <laughs> uh, literally, you just kill everyone. Wow. Like no Russian. Uh, it, <laughs> I mean, the banana's telling you to do it, but yeah, <laughs> it's like no Russian. Now, spoiler alert, can you kill the banana? I don't want to spoil it. Oh, no. Don't tell us whether no. you can kill the no. banana or not. <laughs> That's no. probably like a huge integral plot point. There's there's one there's one level in the game where you 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 ride a motorbike and it's it's amazing it's really really good oh man is it, it. Uh, and <laughs> what platforms is it on is it on switch uh, it's on switch yes and yes! um i want to say pc sorry i love yeah, it when yeah, games on are switch. on switch it's on switch <laughs> why is that because i want to because i want to build it up more i want to build up my switch library from um looking at videos of it the way the character moves and the controls and stuff it looks very deadpoolish your guy, like the way he's jumped yes. about the two pastels, yeah. like that's got that vibe to it. It's kind of got that like gorillas vibe as well, from like the band the Gorillas. Yeah, like, I was, like, I, was I was so confused there. I was like gorillas, like the fucking animal. Yeah, <laughs> suppose banana. Cool. There's a banana. <laughs> yeah, it's true. What a <laughs> stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have they made? Any other games? This company. It's one guy. It's literally one guy, and it's yeah, he's done. He's done very well. It basically, um, I think the the game he did in the past was the uh, the Flash version of this game, and it was still called My Friend Pedro, but it was like a two D game. Yeah. But um, yeah, when this one came out, um, there's like so much traction on it. It was really cool because it was the same sort of time as like um, DLC for Shovel Knight was coming out. So it's like. Oh. It seems like Switch is sort of really pushing indie games, which is really yeah, cool. Yeah, it is really nice. They are, but they're just expensive. Not all of them, man. They have a lot. Yeah. Of, they have a lot of sales on, um, for indie games in particular. I can't believe Hollow Knight is like Hollow Knight is something like ten quid, right? And Rhyme is something like thirty on the Switch. Yeah, but Hollow Knight's now free on PS4. Yeah, I know. It's free on so. PS4. Yeah, but Hollow Knight's yeah. been a tenner for ages on on the Switch. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. I play it on the Switch, though. Have you got any other indie games you can recommend other people that might be quite obscure? Ooh, there was a game, really cool game, called Katana Zero. And you basically play as a a thief uh, from the perspective of of the security cameras. So you basically have a mission, and you do the mission. If you get shot once or die... It just rewinds to the start of that security camera. Yeah. And basically, it's really clever because it's like um, 
you use your katana to sort of ricochet bullets back at people. But it's like a 2D pixel art game. And, uh, yes. Yeah, oh, so you're, you're, you are controlling that. the person. I thought you were saying you're controlling the you security are, yeah. camera. Yeah. No, no, but you're, yeah, from the perspective of the security camera, so. Uh, that's so weird. Sort of, yeah. That's I like pretty that. cool. I like, I like games that, like, flip stuff on its head. Like, um. Sure. Do you remember that, do you remember that Steam game where you, like, you have to, like, clean up a murder scene and shit? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I was just like, who decided? Do you know what? Somebody must have been playing a shooter, right? And they go, God, this is a lot of blood and gore. Who Imagine cleans this if up? you were the cleaner. <gasps> <laughs> it's those people who will go on to make millions, though, eventually. Oh, 100%. It's those people. So, so Sam, as you were saying, um, the, was it Dead Toast that made that? Yeah, the developer of that. Dead Dead Toast? Yeah, Dead Toast, yeah. As you were saying, that's like one guy. How, from your experience personally, how difficult and how time-consuming would that be as a single person to create a game of that caliber quality of that yeah they are they would definitely take years years out of your life i think i want to say that game would probably take like i think because it was just it me must have had some help with music and stuff but um the actual core game itself must have taken about five years jesus um, is it a long game uh what i'm trying to think like if he if he had everything together within the game uh actually playing it itself is really like an hour and a half maybe two hours long the actual gameplay but um yeah it would have taken quite a while for him to do it but um we have this thing called a uh, uh, modular well mate basically you make kits and you can just take bits and reuse them mm. in games basically. oh is that like um so, like the creation yeah. engine of, like bethesda and all that yeah so um so uh mod basically you, you all of the like say if there's a box you can hit or a person that's there they're all assets yeah and modular is basically making those assets reusable in other places of the game so it's a little bit um less time consuming to create almost like where pixar reuse the same sort of designs for the toys and stuff and re-imprint re-implant them into different like kind of almost like a copy and paste type thing some would say to simplify but you try you try and hide it Hide, hide it the copy and paste as, as best you can. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, Imagine nice. how much time it would take if you did, if everyone, every single box in a game was different and unique. Imagine how long it would take them to, and no one would even appreciate it. Yeah, they literally <laughs> like, yeah I was going to say, no one would appreciate that. No one would care. No. <laughs> all they'd do is, man, that game's been delayed again. Fuck you. That's oh, all they'd say. Oh, and don't, Cyberpunk is don't. sitting there like, oh, every single lift button's different. Don't. Every taxi man's got a different moustache or something like that. Every taxi man has has his own family that he goes home to. (laughs) (laughs) And each have their own eating patterns. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh man. But yeah, I get that. That's it's it's quite interesting to hear like the creation side rather than just our incoherent yeah. ramblings about games. Yeah. Most things I don't know about you two, but that I say during this as mostly just speculation i don't do a lot of research so everything i is most things i say are just not? wild claims not? most things i say are wild claims yeah. i don't know about you two i assume that yours are just wild claims but i mean so it's I'm, nice to I'm, hear i'm i'm pretty up to date on like gaming news and stuff i do follow quite a lot of like stuff like that <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying it's probably nothing to be proud of proper geek like <laughs> 
I mean, you know, while I'm not lifting weights. <laughs> what, what gym? <laughs> Can't even get in. Ha. Yeah, not right now. Left heavy stone makes sad head voice go away. <laughs> um, who would like to talk about that game next? I mean, Josh has played his game for five minutes, so... I'll, I'll probably talk about mine that way. Like, then when JJ talks about his at the end, it's, it takes up a bigger bulk. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like mine... I, I feel like I could I can make this segment longer than it naturally should be, so here we go. Okay, um, baby. Woo! So on a... On a what day is it today? What day is this? Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. So on, like, Sunday... Uh, I was like, fuck, man, I should probably play an indie game. <laughs> so I downloaded a game from the store called uh, Anodyne. Does anyone know this game, Anodyne? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Essentially, it's like an 8-bit kind of dungeon crawler type thing. Very reminiscent of older Zelda games. Like, you're right old, like 8-bit kind of old Zelda games where you're... You're just through dungeons, just finding keys to then go to the next bit, and you're kind of backtracking and shit like that. Right. Um, the whole premise of it is, is you're this, uh, you just randomly wake up in this random kind of, like, interdimensional plane type place. Uh, you're called, you're just called Young. So, like, I think the premise behind that is you're not a guy or a girl. You're just like, it's like, oh, young man or young woman, but it just yeah, doesn't yeah, say yeah. it. It just says, how, how are you, young, dot, dot, dot. Um, and it's this dude basically just saying, um, there's a great evil awakened. You have to stop it. And you get, like, no information other than that. Um, I played it for, like, half an hour. Uh, it was really hard. Um, so I gave up. <laughs> really um, according according to the bio of it, it's to do with your inside your own subconscious. However, I didn't really get to any point in the game where I saw any evidence of that. Um, however, you do fight your weapon as like a broom, which is quite a cool mechanic because there's like areas of obstacles that there's puzzles you need to get past by sweeping up bits of dust. And then oh, using the oh. dust to kind of block things and stuff like that, which is quite cool. Oh, um, I like that. But the main point that I took from the game, and I'm seeing it a lot in a lot of kind of uh, indie game writing of recently, um, is this kind of sense of self-awareness. Yeah. Like, within the writing, there's a very sense of... It knows what it's doing. Well, that's the thing of, for example, there's a bit, um, you read a sign at the beginning saying, um, basically saying, like, oh, press X to talk to people. Yeah. Uh, sometimes if you go back and talk to people, they'll have something different to say. And if you leave that sign and come back and press X again straight after, it says, except for signs, signs don't say anything different. Oh, no. Nice. Shit like that. <laughs> oh, Magica, like Magica that, has that kind of, like, sense like of humour. I like that. Like, that kind of thing, and that, this game is, like, riddled with it. Like, if you keep pestering, like, the same person, eventually they'll be like, come on, man, progress with the game. Like, yeah, yeah. in those words, basically, like, get on with it. And, you know, it's very reminiscent of, it made me think of Undertale quite a bit, actually. Just the way that the people talk and the way that the game's framed and things like that. Has anyone played Undertale? Yes, I've played Undertale. Oh, dude, get it. It's It's dead cheap. It's a good game. Good game, man. I'll I'll get it. it. Fine, I'll get it. It's weird. What's it about? Uh, Do your first playthrough. Don't (laughs) kill anything. Just play it. Just play it, though. Don't kill anyone. Yeah. Just play it, though. Okay. I'll just play it. Thank you. And then play it again. And then play it again. (laughs) 
We only, I think you only need to play it three times to get it. That's okay. Because, um, Josh, that was so so informative. Do you want to just tell us very briefly about your Ghost of Tsushima triumph? Oh, yes. Oh, shit, yeah. I forgot to talk about that last time. Uh, I platinumed Ghost of Tsushima. That was fun. I platinumed it. Um, got really sweaty one day. Platinumed it. Uh, and then, nice. like, an hour later, traded it in because I was like, well... I'm done with this oh, now. I don't fuck around with New Game the Plus. The multiplayer stuff has just come out, hasn't it? I know, but who am I going to... Who am I playing that with? It's like online co-op. You can play it with Dom. Dom. <laughs> I would have loved to play it with Dom. And Dom actually messaged me uh, just talking about Ghost of Tsushima like yeah, two days ago. there you go. But I'd already traded it, so it was too late. Yeah. How um, upset do you but, reckon Dom's going to be that he hasn't been invited on this podcast first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that's the charm. He's elusive. I'm sorry, Dom. <laughs> I hope it has like a Judas-like moment where he debates turning us into the the the, the officials for plagiarising <gasps> half of our shit. <laughs> <laughs> he goes directly oh, to dear. Nintendo and says, "Look, they use your music five times oh, in shit. one episode." <laughs> <laughs> he starts the "Bro, you have not" podcast. <laughs> it just debunks. It just debunks everything that we say. You know, there's that, that. We'll have our intro of the whole. Hello, it's me, Dom. <laughs> They're all gone. I'm gonna debunk everything. <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> there is no bro, you haven't. Only Dom. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So, Josh, is it? Is it? What? What? Is it a linear game then? Is it like levels you go through, or is so? It uh, yeah, it's world? like linear, but it's that kind of. It's like an. I'm trying to think of an example. It's like that kind of way of the map. Has that appearance of being open? So like, you start in like an area that's kind of like. Um, it's a me- you know, it's a like Metroid a world. Yeah, it's a Metroid Castlevania kind of game. Metroidvania. Yeah, it's like a Metroid type thing. So like the world that you need to like. You need to go into one place and find like a key yeah. to then get to another place of that to open another bit to unlock the ability yeah. to get to this other bit and then you backtrack back to go to that bit. You, you get know, the super, like that kind of yeah. Thing. You get the supercharged shot so you can blast through that wall that has arrows on it or something. Yeah, 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 that. yeah. That kind of vibe. Yeah, it's all right, man. I'd recommend playing it if you have more patience than I do. But if that, if I'm not immediately fucking, if a game doesn't grasp me within like twenty minutes, I'm so spoiled by like fucking big triple A titles with exciting fucking um, like uh, set pieces Open and shit that if a game yeah. doesn't like make me feel like a fucking like action hero within the first hour then yeah. I'm gone man yeah he couldn't get into um, Horizon uh, yeah no I couldn't get no into sense. it man couldn't get into it you'll have to try it again you know with Horizon with Horizon it was different because with Horizon Zero Dawn there was just fucking too much going on on the screen too early in the game and I just, it was like sensory overload for me. I was like, no. You're in a forest and there's robot dinosaurs. That's it. Robot dinosaurs. There's robot dinosaurs. That's it. <laughs> this is fucking too much for me to process right now. I could probably play it now if I went back to it, but I, I traded it, so. Please, please do so we can talk about it. We can it. talk about it if you want. We should talk about it. It's a great game. Moonraker. Moon, not Moonraker. <laughs> As in the, the James Bond movie. <laughs> 
with the lasers. Moonlighter. Uh, Moonlighter is Moonlighter. my game this week. Moonlighter. It is developed by Digital Sun, who is a Spanish indie game company. I think this is the only game they've done from the looks of it. <laughs> um, but a few weeks ago, we were talking about Skyrim, and me, me and Adam were saying uh, that ah, oh, if Adam could be in the game and just have like own a shop or something like that, he'd love it. Yeah, I want to be shopkeeper. <laughs> well, your prayers might have been answered. Uh, Moonlighter <laughs> is a roguelike. Sam, do you want to say what a roguelike is to the boys? Auto- like automatically generated, and I'd, I've never I've never played Moonlighter, but I saw the, uh, the 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 trailer. I remember the trailer, and I vividly remember the art style of the uh, the cover was. Oh, so cool. mate, the, the, it's it's eight bit, but it's really like fluid it's really strange like but it is it's is a beautiful game they they got an amazing use of colors that's like my semen eight bit but really fluid <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, just, I was not expecting that <laughs> no he wasn't either when it came out oh hi what i'm i'm recording just now oh no no my mum just my mum was there, so that was fun. What, what two seconds after the cum exploded <laughs> out. Right. <laughs> Your mum walks in. Mum, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> Legit. That's yeah. Half naked half naked with three boys on the internet. <laughs> He's literally he wrapped himself up as she walked in. <laughs> um so you start the game, um, and there are there is one dungeon that you're going through and you go through this dungeon and it's called the Gollum dungeon and in the beginning of the game you do the classic thing of your character gets struck down he wakes up in the middle of the town and his granddad's berating him saying hey man what are you doing this adventuring thing for you should be running the shop cut to the next day what we doing we're running the shop but all the all the items from the shop that are being sold are all from the first floor of the first dungeon. So everything you collect in a dungeon, you don't keep for yourself. You put on display and you have to run that store um, with the in-game time. So you essentially have to ba- balance dungeoneering and shop running at the same time. And it is one of the most satisfying games. It's really easy just to get lost and kind of just repeat the same thing over and over. If you're one of those people who likes, like, routine, this is an amazing game for you. But basically, every time you go in a dungeon, uh, that dungeon has, like, a final boss that you have to get to with two main bosses before it. Okay. And the combat is, is amazing. You have frames of invincibility when you roll. Um, so w- when you dodge, um, you essentially don't get hit. Um, and you have a multiple choice of weapons. There's armor progression. It's it's really a fantastic dun- dungeon game alone. And you get to run your shop at the same time, which is amazing because there's stuff like thieves. You get your shop assistant at one point if your shop gets big enough. There's thieves. There's thieves. Yeah, you come into no. your shop. I know, uh, and it's fucking and it's, rogues, and it's all designed like um, the old kind of dungeon crawler games, like the original Zelda's and stuff like that. 
um, oh, cool. with randomly generated areas. And the ending, which I've just got to about an hour ago, w- was mental. I-, I was like, whoa. <laughs> It's um, it was it's a pretty you sold big. It. I want to give it a go now, mate. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's a really. I have big a twist. question. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. So right, you're seeing your granddad's. Bar- Does the shop sell anything other than what you find in the dungeon? It only sells. So you went further in the dungeon than what you were supposed to. You're not supposed to. Ah, yeah. okay. He, sa- he said. He said you shouldn't have got to the golem. Essentially, he said you went too far. You should have cut turned back. Uh, I understand because I was like, "How does this guy expect you to run this shop if he doesn't want you going into this dungeon yeah. looking for the only things that you sell in the shop?" Well, there's, there's but a... you've explained yeah. that, so it's cool. There's a bit of there's a bit of story in the trailer where it was your character's dad. Um, th- this kid's called Will, as in willpower, get through it because it's. Um, it's all it's all about progression, and as a roguelike, roguelikes can be really frustrating. Super um, gay, <laughs> but but in the trailer you can see like your dad's like heart failing and stuff like that because he keeps going in and out of the dungeon and he he fucks himself over. So that's why your granddad is like, um, that's why he tells you not to go too far. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. It's on Switch. It's on Switch. It was on sale when I got it. Um, I got it for something like six quid. It's really good. Has anyone ever played Dead Cells? Yes. Uh, you know, I nearly downloaded that the other day to, to for, for this episode, but I didn't. Yeah, looks that good is, though. It's uh, Dead, it has yeah, the kind of um, that kind of design of Dead Cells, like the kind of eight bit but not quite eight bit kind of thing. It's really good. The like re- like regenerated sort of Game Boy game look that like when you play yeah, Link's like the past a fresh on game the Boy game. on yeah, like you play Link's the past on uh, Switch and it's all like shiny and new and yeah, yeah. But like, kind of, yeah. Like your armor can like has like flowing bits on it and stuff like that. It's mm. very cool. Sick, love it. Oh mate, it was so good. I can't. Be- I'm getting the DLC as like <laughs> as soon as as soon as I get paid. <laughs> yes, yay, paid. Yay. Well, since we can go all go actually go out and work in real places. Yeah, jeez. Oh my god, yeah. Mm. Mm. Are you guys still locked down? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for the rest of the year it looks like. I'm more than locked down, mate. I'm so I'm I'm isolating because the NHS has told me to. Yeah, you're isolating. I went into town today, I went and got a coffee, then I went to the gym. It's great up here. I think you need to go to the gym a few more times, mate. <laughs> Fuck you, JJ. <laughs> so what are we excited for? Valhalla came out today. Yeah, Did that's it? exciting. Yeah, it came out today. I reckon that I reckon they're gonna do something right with this one because Od- Odyssey's apparently all the reviews are great. All the reviews are great. It's just, they say it's quite buggy, but apparently it's just that's, that's just a Ubisoft game. <laughs> that's yeah, hi hi Ubisoft. I give it two months and like that'll be mostly patched. Well, doubt, they'll yeah. be big. I think within the first month there's got to be like a huge patch anyway. They always yeah. fucking do oh, that. Hundred yeah. percent. Since they like rebooted it, it seems like from was it origins they've done like a new gameplay of how you play assassin's creed yeah it seems like they were ref- they were refining it in odyssey yeah. but it seems like they've got it right in yeah that's what that's yeah. what I, that's what i feel with odyssey odyssey i also other than the cultists i just completed today <laughs> oh it's so yeah. good i I'm, i've just started the cultists today 
I. So we might be on a similar place next week. We're going to talk about this next week, but um, overall, Odyssey has left me conflicted. <laughs> oh. yeah, I just don't know. Oh, I want I want to hear about the battles in it. I like a big scale battle in games mm. with a lot of kind of people fucking around. Yeah, like that. yeah. Oh, mate, the amount of um, the amount of uh, character models they can have on screen at a time is freaking mental. Yeah, they have those like um, once you like conquer places. So you you're gonna have a Greek Greek one next week, yeah. aren't you? Greek pod. Yeah, Greek, yeah. Week. Greek week. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, I can't wait. But yeah, Sam, Sa- Sam's right. Once you like, you can weaken an area, and then you can do like a conquest battle. Basically, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play that intensely, and come at you with some Greek mythology next week. I've been watching the um, Blood of Zeus. Go watch that before next I week will, as well. It's I will watch really that fucking good. Week. It's, it's really good. good. Very very good. Is it like Castlevania? Is it like Castlevania? It's like Castlevania, yeah. Not as funny. Did anyone watch the Dragon's Dogma one? I'm still watching it, don't tell me. Is it good? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, um... On Netflix? Yeah, Netflix, yeah. Is it as good as Castlevania, though? Not so far. Nah. I haven't seen Castlevania. Oh, do yourself a favour. Do yourself a favour and watch it, Sam. It's very good. It's really good. brilliant. And it just gets better and better and better. It does. I'm not a huge kind of like anime kind of style guy, but like I really enjoyed it. One punch! And I think that's us drawing to a close here. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> oh, I've lost my brain. I've, done, I've been recording all day. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, oh, Sam. Man. Yeah, it was nice to have our first guest. Yeah, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Anything you want to plug before we finish? Uh yeah, go for it. Um, Sam on Instagram. That's my daily like gaming devlog. Yeah, so yeah, fun stuff on there. A real <laughs> gaming dev. Yeah, yeah. I make I make clothing as well. That's all on all on that that thing. So yeah, Sam Get Sam on the gram. A quick question, Sam. I know I know all the listeners at home are wondering. Um, are you single? What's the kind of what's the well yes, but what's the kind of uh, the expected release date for the the bro you ha- the bro you haven't game that obviously you're you're working on right now? Obviously, <laughs> oh, I, I can't I can't disclose it at the moment. But... <laughs> no problem. What a ledge. The bro you haven't game sounds like a, an amazing thing. <laughs> I think we'll leave it there. Thank you very much, boys. Nice to see everyone. Thank you, boys. We'll be back next week for some more fun. Thank you very much, Samuel. Sayonara. Hasta la pasta. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Bro You Haven't podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bro You Haven't Pod for updates on future episodes and more. If you like this week's episode, you can catch our other episodes on Spotify, Acast, and YouTube. On behalf of myself, Adam, and Josh, have a lovely week.